0: You are listening to an Elam Church Christchurch podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and inspired by the message you are about to hear. And if you're ever in Christchurch, why don't you pop in and say hello. We'd love to connect. Awesome. Well, it's so great to be with you today. And... Uh... Welcome to our one service. We're going to give this a go. And part of the reason is not so that us adults would be entertained and watching children engage with faith, but actually that the children would lead us. Because Jesus says that uh, that there's something that a child captures about faith that actually um, we are tempted as adults not to engage with. So we're going to allow ourselves, that's my challenge for you today, is just to be led by the children and their faith fantastic. Well, um, just to recap our story, this is going to be a tough sermon. It's probably my hardest sermon I've ever preached because I've got to try and engage the kids. And uh, so let's try and we're going to do that today. And the uh, so first thing, just to recap our story, is that Jesus gets on onto a zebra. Is it a zebra? Does he get a zebra from somewhere? No. Did get, what animal does he get? Does he jump on the, a giraffe? What does he get? a donkey. And not just a, not just a donkey, but he gets a baby donkey. The Bible says that it's a colt, a little baby. And so if you're the disciple, this doesn't really make sense to you. You think, man, how does Jesus even know that there's a donkey out there? Jesus tells his disciples to, to go and uh, they'll find some donkey. And here's the first question that I want us to think about. It's not for the kids. It's for the, not just for the kids. It's for adults as well. And the first question from Palm Sunday is, would you be willing to do something uh, to obey Jesus even if it's something you don't understand? Would you be willing to do something for Jesus even when you don't understand it? If God asks you to be kind to somebody... And in your mind, you're thinking, that person does not deserve my kindness. I don't understand it. Maybe you might feel uh, something moving in your spirit and around you and in in yourself that you suspect is God trying to speak with you, but you don't understand it. Would you be willing to be obedient even though you fully don't understand the things of God? So the disciples they didn 't understand why Jesus somehow knew there was a, uh, a donkey waiting for them, but they decided to be obedient and what they did and so they got they get this donkey and what they did was that they put their cloaks on top of the donkey i don 't know if you remember that uh, kids you'll you guys will enjoy this story when I was uh, younger you go off to camp if you go after school camp and uh, go to a youth camp or something like that. And, or it would go hiking, and uh, instead of taking a pillow with me on the hike, what I would do was that is I'd take my sleeping bag and uh, so when it comes time for bed you'd get out your sleeping bag this is and it would just naturally very easily come out and uh, this was I think this was my one from when I was a kid, so it's obviously a bit too small now <laughs> but um it's all good, and you get tucked up in your sleeping bag. And then, because I didn't have a pillow, I'd need to make myself a pillow. And that's where this bag comes in handy. So this is a really great tip for you. And, um, and so what I'd do is I'd take it, and if I was very lucky, I'd have three or four jerseys. And I'd put my jerseys inside. And so that becomes a nice little pillow. If you're lucky, you've got a nice fluffy jersey. You don't wake up at 2 a.m. thinking that, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> but if you're going away in summer, a- and um, you might not have jerseys. So the next best thing that you could put in your bag is a towel. That's exactly right. And um, so now that I'm older, I can afford nice towels. But when I was younger, I could not afford nice towels. And uh, the, the, the bad thing about a towel is that it's probably wet. You probably just used it to shower, right? <laughs> And so it's, it's not good. It's not good. And it's, and it's still not bad. It's still not bad. The worst thing you could do, and I've done this probably more times than I care to admit, is that if your towel's wet, all you're left with is stinky shoes. Come on, you might have. I hope, I hope someone else has done this, not just me, because occasionally, occasionally, you know, you might be sleeping. When you're an older teenager, you might sleep, sleep down at the beach. You'd go on for a surf. i had gone for a surf, and I'd sleep down at the beach. And all that I had was an old sleeping bag in the, in the boot of the car. And so I'd just stick my shoes in there. And, um, and there are your stinky old shoes in there. Because what you've got to do is you've just got to go with what you've got. And this is the kind of thing that I'm picturing is happening with Jesus and the donkey. They don't have a saddle for him. They probably would be better off if they'd been able to grab a saddle from somewhere. Um, But what they do is they just put cloaks down. They just just put jerseys down on top of the donkey. And so this is a very important question we have to ask ourselves, is that what do you do with a Jesus who looks lowly and humble? Because when I think of it, I think of King Charles, right? I guarantee... All my, well, not 100% because I don't know the guy, but I guarantee he has never slept with pillows, with a pillowcase and his shoes inside. And I think of what would King Charles sleep with? King Charles might sleep with a big, beautiful pillow and some nice sheets and someone to bring him breakfast in the morning and or something like that. King size, King size bed, exactly. But King Jesus is different to King Charles. King Jesus is okay with being humble and looking poor. So here's the question for us today. Second question, are you okay with Jesus appearing humble or lowly? It's a a great question we've got to ask ourselves because Jesus does not come into Jerusalem on a really impressive horse. He's kind of, uh, back, back in those days, a returning army would come back and they would parade all of their things for people, all of the things they've captured. Jesus comes in just on a little donkey. And so some people thought Jesus could not be the Messiah because he does not look like one. The things of God could not be genuine, we might say, because otherwise they would look like we expect them to look. Are we okay when the things of God look smaller and less significant? Kids and adults, we all like superheroes. Uh, Who's got a favorite superhero? What's your favorite, Summer? You don't like super? All right. Joel, what's your favorite superhero? Superman. Superman. Yeah, he's cool. He catch bullets. Don't know how he dies. Batman. Batman, yeah, Batman, because he's got stack loads of money. And he's also human like us. He doesn't have superpowers. He's just, you know, and he's got a butler that, like, makes some cool things. Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's right. Great. We love Wonder Woman. I don't know what her special talent is. Any, any, other, any other superheroes that we love? Yeah. Eric. Iron Man. Iron Man, because he's human too, and also a billionaire, which helps, right? <laughs> it is helpful. And he's got all kinds of cool technology. So sometimes we can think of Jesus like he's a superhero until we get to a passage like this, and we see that actually superheroes have to be great all of the time, and Jesus is lowly and humble sometimes. Superheroes don't look weak, but Jesus looks weak. Are Are we okay when Jesus looks weak? So older older kids or or youth, when you serve in power sparks or you serve on the on the worship team or at youth groups on Friday nights, it might feel small, it might feel lowly, but be encouraged. You're making a difference. One final question for you today. That the uh, that Palm Sunday asks us to think about is: Who do you say that He is? I wonder if you've ever been at a sports game. And you're playing the game, right? And, uh, and you score a goal. And so you and your team are really happy. You're cheering. You think, yes, we scored a goal. But what are the other team doing? Are they cheering for you? No, they're not cheering for you. Their supporters aren't cheering for you. And their, um, their coach are kind of looking a little, little dark. And uh, they don't cheer. And so in this, in this story, something like that is happening. You've got some people, and they're cheering for Jesus, and they're saying, yay, Jesus, you are the king, is what they're meaning. You're the king. You're coming to save us. Yay, Jesus, we believe in you. That's kind of what they're meaning when when they say, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But there's another group of people. It's kind of like the opposite team, and they, they don't believe any of those things. And they're sitting back and they're looking grumpy and unhappy because everybody seems to be cheering Jesus and they don't like that. And so the question is, who do you think Jesus is? Which part of the crowd will you be? Will you be cheering for him, saying, Yay, Jesus, you're the king. And even though you're lowly, and even though you confront my expectations, and even though you don't quite look like the king I was hoping for, I'll take you anyway because you're from God. I'm going to cheer for you anyway. Or do we say, We say, actually, you know what? I'm going to wait for another king. I'm going to say, See, I'm going to hold out that there's another king. There's a better king than this Jesus character. So imagine for me, as we close today and just invite the worship team to come. In fact, let's, let's all close our eyes in this moment and imagine in your mind, just paint a picture of yourself as a child and you're uh, come to hear Jesus speak all those years ago. And Jesus is up there on this mountain and you're hearing Jesus and you're seeing what his face looks like. It's a face of love and kindness And he's teaching, and after he's finished teaching, he just starts telling jokes, playing with the kids, chucking rocks somewhere. And you can't explain it in your mind, but you know that he's special. You know that he's come from God. And another time you're you're around Jesus, he's kind of following him around, and there's this blind guy. And suddenly the guy just opens his eyes and begins to see because Jesus has prayed for him. So when Jesus rides into the city on a donkey, I mean, you're there too and you can see it and you're cheering him. You're saying, yay, Jesus, I believe in you. Imagine as that kid, the pain and confusion in seeing him arrested and seeing the powerful people sentence him to death. You're thinking, Jesus, you can still get out of this. You can still get out of this if you want to. But Jesus doesn't get out of it. You're thinking, who, as he dies on the cross, you're thinking, who was this guy? I thought he was like a superhero. I thought he was coming to save us. But now he's dying and and it doesn't make sense because superheroes don't die. Who was Jesus? And a few days later, you hear that the tomb that they put Jesus' body into is now empty and people are seeing him all over town you know while he was dead you were confused as to who he was but now you know he really was the king Jesus we thank you we thank you Lord that you are the king you are the real king Help us to obey you even though we don't always understand why. Help us to see you even though you don't look like how we imagine. Even though the things you call us to don't always look like how we imagine. help us to see you at work even in the small things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this Elam Church Christchurch podcast. For more information about our church, you can visit www.elamchristchurch.org or connect at one of our services every Sunday at 10am.